Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 110. We are back with another summer series episode. We've done a couple in regards to mindset, and we've done a couple in regards to money. Michael Pirelli and the family have welcomed a beautiful baby girl, as we touched on last episode, uh, but he'll be back with us, I believe, next episode. Um, So what I'm going to do today is give you a five to ten minute I'm going to try to stay in that timeline, CV. So tell me if I'm at an hour. Um, <laughs> try to give you a, a quick boost of something to think about in, in your own life. Uh, that's the goal here. You know, I've been able to drastically change my life and my environment uh, through mindset hacks and basically taking an intention and applying it to everything that I do in my life in terms of a mindset. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about fear. Uh, For me, I want to say personally, fear is something that comes about, I guess, by our experiences. I don't think we're born with fear. I don't think we're born with courage, right? I think things happen to us that then make us fearful. And that could be us seeing something in our own life, or it could happen to us on a personal level, right? Now, some fears, I, I got to be honest with you, are definitely legitimate. You know, walking in a, in a bad neighborhood at three o'clock in the morning, um, and there's a sketchy group of individuals there, like, yeah, there's going to be some fear involved. And I think to some extent, fear is good. That's, that's your body's way of basically saying, hold on, Dave Regina, circle back, make sure you're thinking about this. So to some extent, I definitely want to say that fear is not always a bad thing. Now I'm going to talk to you about, I guess, a few concepts, um, three specifically, that have been consistent in my life when it comes to fear. I'm going to refer to these three concepts as the enemies. All right, CV? So when I say the enemies, this is what I'm talking about. Because I do think that fear cripples a lot of our success. Um, But the first enemy that I face is indecision, right? As as human beings, I think we have a natural knack, uh, knack, knack, natural knack, knack, knack to be indecisive, right? I think indecision is the thief of opportunity. Indecision is the thief of opportunity. It will steal your chances of a better future. Um, if you're constantly thinking of way too many um, alternatives and decisions that you can potentially make, right? Think about something as small as being in a restaurant. This is very true for me, but I know a lot of women in my life that are extremely indecisive when it comes to a restaurant, right? So if we work ourselves up so much about the two potential dishes that we want to eat, what are we doing in a sense? We're taking away from the actual enjoyment factor when our food arrives because we're constantly thinking about, well, what if I ordered that salad or what if I ordered that pasta dish instead of being like, well, you know what? I love pasta, so I'm going to go all in on this pasta. Right. So I know it's a food reference, but indecision is something that we can actually change by being conscious of it. All right. The next enemy for me is doubt. Now, I know a lot of us 
we go through, I guess, day to day and we have doubt everywhere in our lives. I doubt myself in, in business. I doubt myself in the gym sometimes. Um, you know, me bench pressing 405 pounds, has it happened? Because I, I doubt myself. Um, but for me, this usually happens after I make a decision. All right. So the indecision is first. Then once I make a decision, I'm now doubtful. Right. So there's a difference between being doubtful prior to making a decision, because I'm sure that happens to some people. But for me, it typically happens after I make the decision. I think being skeptical is healthy at times, but doubt is also very crippling. Right. For me, I've doubted my past. I've doubted my future. I've doubted people in my life. I've doubted the government. I've doubted possibilities, which all can potentially lead to a phenomenal opportunity down the line, right? And by far the worst thing that you can doubt is something I just re- uh, just said before, is doubting yourself. Doubt will destroy your life and your chances at creating success. Because if you're constantly doubting yourself, you're always subconsciously thinking about the failure. You're not fully allowing your mind to be in the present moment of what can potentially happen and the good and the great opportunity that can come about this. Um, I know CV before, not to put you on the spot, but you had said that doubt for you is basically something that, you know, you can relate to when it comes to fear. So for me, like I said, it was something that I've noticed in my life that when I make a certain decision, then I'm doubtful of the decision. I'm just curious on your end, when are you doubtful in your life? Um, ooh, that's a loaded question, David. Yeah. <laughs> when are you doubtful? Um, I guess it has a little bit to do with that that first one, the the um, the indecision. When um, something arises, a problem arises, something gets thrown in your face, you have that moment of truth where you have to make a decision, right? And if you don't make it, then that's where that doubt comes in. Mm-hmm. And when doubt comes in, it's almost like a like a you know a, a trickle effect because right. then it starts affecting so many of of the other functions that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a question to, to yes. hit you right back with. That's fine. You know, how do you confront your fears? And, and it's broad and I don't need for you to go so in depth, but everyone, mm-hmm. I think everybody, I don't think there's one person on earth that doesn't have fear in some aspect or yep. the other. But how do you um, deal with your fear? How do you confront your fear? Mm-hmm. So for me, again, fear is based off of experience, right? I can tell you and I can be very upfront that I'm fearful of money, right? It sounds funny, but I've seen not having enough or having too much. Correct. So it's not having enough, right? I've seen in my life through experiences that money causes extreme, extreme issues. So I always have this doubt in the back of my mind and this fear that I can potentially lose everything that I have. And again, not that I've amassed this, you know, incredible wealth, right? But I am 32 years old and I am at a decent place in my life. But the way that I combat it is strictly through action, right? So when the fear arises, I know that I'm now fearful of this thought, but what's the very next thing that I can do? 
right? Is it sending, you know, an email to the town board to make sure that I'm still in good standing, right? If I'm, if I'm doubtful of a decision that I made, um, I'm very conscious when it comes to my job and my profession to always make sure that my relationships are on point. Because for me, it's an appointed position and relationships really can get you hired or fired, right? So it's not kissing ass, but for me, I know that my relationships have to be extremely strong. Um, but the real answer to that question, which is what you've heard, I'm sure, many times, but it's actually identifying one next action. It's saying in that moment, okay, I'm fearful of this right now. How can I approach this in a positive way? With the pandemic, right? The pandemic made me extremely extremely fearful of not having money again, because at the time we had three commissioners and we told the staff, like, listen, nobody's going to get laid off before one of us commissioners because there really wasn't a need for having three. So what did we do? I was fearful. We got together as a team and we said, listen, we need to provide essential services to this community. By the end of that pandemic, they didn't care if we brought on a fourth commissioner because that's how serious of an action that we were able to take. Uh, so for me, a humongous fear is money. So, um, so I got. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I agree with you because I think I do it in, in a similar way. So I've always um, seen fear as I've never liked fear. I think I've been. Well, everyone is afraid. I've been afraid when I was younger, and that feeling of fear was one of those that you don't like. So mm -hmm. my the way I combat it is always going head on to it, and I attack it. Um, the question that the reason I kind of pose the question is because what happens when it's a fear of something that's uncontrollable and and you can i guess you can interpret it however you want but when it's things are tangible like your example i think it's tangible there's always an action that you can take to to, to prevent the fear or to help you know curb the fear or whatever but when it's an uncontrollable when i like say what? uncontrollable yeah, like a life-changing give me an example the fear of death Mm -hmm. The fear of losing somebody, the fear of a pandemic, mm -hmm. and you you talked about it on the financial. Wait, so sl slow there. The first thing was the fear of death, your own personal death. It could be personal death. It could be well, somebody around you. Because you said you. fear of death, so that that could be for yourself. So really, there's always controllables in certain circumstances, right? Like we have to be very conscious from a health and wellness standpoint, even knowing that yes, the ultimatum is death, right? That's a fact of life. But are we making conscious decisions when it comes to putting the food in our bodies, when it comes to, you know, having some sort of physical fitness routine, um, when it comes to your relationships, if you're scared or better yet, before I go there, in terms of your doctor's appointments. Right. I know personally for you, CV, you avoided the doctor, as I've done in the past, because you're fearful of a result. Mm -hmm. Right. But something you can control if you're fearful of actual death is making sure that you're at least conscious of being up to date on all your appointments. So although you can't control the ultimatum, you can control, hopefully, an extended period of time before you get there in terms of losing a loved one. Right. Are we intentional about saying and living every single day like this can potentially be our last with that individual? Or are we going to allow the fear to cripple us and not think to ourselves, well, you know what? Or are we going to sit in our room and say, oh, my, my Aunt Judy could die tomorrow. You know, poor Aunt Judy can die in a week. Yes, that's a fact. But instead of sitting and sulking in your own nonsense, take Aunt Judy out for, uh, you know, the best day of her life and treat her with the utmost respect and make sure that you're creating memories that you guys can capture and hold on to forever, even when she does pass. Right. So there's always, I think, some level of 
controllability, I guess, if that makes any sense. Right. Um, CV said, yeah, 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 but it was off the microphone. Sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, the second, the second um, explanation was the one I think I was uh, waiting to hear and relate to because mm-hmm. that's the one that's, um, that's the elusive one because yes. when there are things that you can do, um, there's always something you can do and you're absolutely right. Whether it's going to a doctor, taking care of your health, whatever it is in that specific one. Yeah. But it's one of those that, 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 because, you know, people will have, you know, thoughts and yep. the thoughts are, are sometimes they take the the better of you. Right. Um, but I think how you explained it was great. So it's usually doing something to counter mm-hmm. that even fear thing. Right. And knowing it exists, right? Like that's a real, a real thing, but you got options, I believe. Um, so now the next enemy, right? We have indecision and being indecisive. And then we got doubt. The next one for me is worry. We all have worry to some extent, which again, I think is is very healthy, but we have a decision. Are we going to let that worry conquer us, right? I think a good worry to have is if you're walking down the street in New York City and you kind of tumble off the curb and you see a uh, taxi flying at you, like, yeah, you should be pretty worried, right? So having some level of worry is, I think, a safety net. But look at what anxiety and stress really is, right? I've spoke about this before in terms of stress, but eight times out of 10, like for me, it's worrying about what can potentially happen or what's not happening in this direct moment, right? So what we have to do is gain the ability to push worry into a very small corner of our lives. Whatever is out to get you, you have to be the initiator to go get it, right? Take that action against it. Whatever is pushing on you, you have to be able to push back, okay? I look at these three fears of indecision, doubt, worry as an illness now for myself, Because if I'm sick with a cold or a flu, I have to find a way to get better, right? That's all this is. We know it exists. We know I'm going to get sick with the cold, the flu at some point. And I know that I'm going to be fearful. I know that I'm going to be indecisive. I know that I'm going to worry. And I know that I'm going to doubt myself. But as long as I acknowledge it and I find ways through things that we're talking about here to making sure that I can control the very next action, yeah, it'll happen, but it'll start to happen less and less. And then when it does happen, the period of time that I actually remain fearful ends up decreasing. All right. So listen, I encourage you to keep battling with these enemies. You know what? These things are demons. It's that serious in your life, right? Because I do think that you should battle with your fears. I think you should continue to build the courage to fight whatever is holding you back and what's keeping you from reaching your goals, your dreams, and your aspirations. Be courageous in your life and your pursuit of the happiness that you want right? That you want and the person that you want to become. Dramatic pause. That's all for today. So until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. And stop being so fearful. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. That's another Effie in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at no snooze podcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.